The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we do not know where they put him. Mary stayed outside the tomb weeping. And as she wept, she bent over into the tomb and saw two angels in white sitting there, one at the head and one at the feet where the body of Jesus had been. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken my Lord, and I do not know where they laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus there, but did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? She thought it was the gardener, and said to him, Sir, if you carried him away, tell me where you laid him, and I will take him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Stop holding on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I am going to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and then reported what he told her. The Gospel of the Lord. So I think if you ask people who know a little bit about Mary Magdalene, uh, many of them will say, oh yeah, she was the prostitute that, that Jesus forgave and healed and, and uh, became the great disciple. Uh, but actually that's not true, it's not accurate. That uh, there's no indication that Mary Magdalene was a prostitute. And you might wonder where that came from. Well, it was something that developed later because they conflated Mary of Bethany and the unnamed woman with Mary Magdalene. But when you look at what we know uh, accurately about Mary Magdalene, we do know that seven devils were cast out from her. And with that, we're not exactly sure what those seven devils were. It's It's a bit of a euphemism. It doesn't necessarily mean literally there were seven actual demons that were cast out of her. Uh, But it does mean that she had a very serious issue, whatever it may have been. Uh, It may have been something that was psychological, it may have been something that was physical, and we just don't know. Uh, So we kind of leave that, I guess, to the, uh, when we get to heaven, God will fill us in on these things. Um, But we do know uh, some additional things about Mary Magdalene, which actually are even more important. That after she met Jesus, she became one of his greatest disciples, one of his greatest followers. You know, not really not literally like the 12 apostles kind of disciple, but she was a follower, and disciple means follower. And Mary Magdalene was also, in a sense, apostle, not one of the 12 apostles, but she was someone who was sent. So the word disciple means someone who is sitting at Jesus' feet and listening to him and following him, and an apostle means someone who is sent out. So as a disciple, she was with Jesus the whole time, And she actually was with Jesus at the foot of the cross where everyone else abandoned in him. So it shows that she was a true follower of Christ. 
Also, after the resurrection, when Mary Magdalene saw Jesus, Jesus sent her to go tell the apostles about his resurrection. And that's why she is often referred to as the apostle to the apostles. You know, she was the one who was sent to the apostles. In the reading that we heard in the gospel, um, it's, there, there's more to it even, even with that. Because here, after Jesus rises from the dead, she doesn't recognize it's Jesus. And uh, that's a common theme as well, that many of the, the people who first saw Jesus after the resurrection didn't know it was him until he reveals that to them. Uh, because the resurrected body and Jesus in his resurrected state uh, is different in some ways. It's a real body that's been resurrected, but this transformed and transfigured body is not always recognizable. Uh, so he appears to her in his resurrected body, in his resurrected state, and uh, there's this, this interaction that's happening there, and to give it some context, you might remember in the book of Revelation, I mean in the, in the book of Genesis, that you have the, the original creation, and in the original creation you have this relationship between God and Adam and Eve in the garden. And so now we have the new creation in Jesus' resurrection, and you have Mary Magdalene uh, witnessing this to a degree. That's why she thought it was the gardener. And then we have this imagery that seems like it's a, a garden setting. So they're trying to call back to Genesis and talk about Jesus in his resurrected sense as this began the new creation in Christ that we all have a share in. And so Mary Magdalene was one who got to witness that and understand that. And this idea of, of Mary calling her by name so that she recognizes him, again, that's just a, a bit of a tender moment where Jesus is telling her uh, that, that uh, once revealing himself to, to her by calling her by name, it's a similar thing to all disciples, that he calls us all by name and he reveals himself to us. So in the Feast of Mary Magdalene, uh, we do have, of course, uh, many different things going on here, and she's, she truly was a, a great follower and disciple and a, an apostle in, in the right sense of those words. Uh, but it also gives us a, a great example of faith, uh, that no matter what happens to us, that Jesus has healed us in so many ways, and it's good for us to appreciate that. And just as she was faithful and remained with him through thick and through thin, then we also can imitate that. And just as we come to an understanding of, of Jesus in our own lives as he calls us by name, then we can imitate her in that. And also how she had a share in the new creation, we can also share in that as well.